0: Hey KGF family, just a couple things we wanna draw your attention to today. As we move into the summer, we are working on building um, some regional and relational uh, KGF hubs as a way to continue our mission to know Jesus and make him known. Uh, Now, a number of you have participated in those polls we sent out through our newsletter the last couple weeks. Uh, we thank you for that. Uh, But now we want you to be part of the discerning process in person. Um, So we're inviting you to be a part of a KGF in conversation town hall. We have two uh, upcoming this week, um, so please sign up for that. You can find a link in the newsletter we sent out this last Thursday. Um, And if you don't get that newsletter, uh, you can always sign up for that newsletter on our website or email office at kgfchurch.com if you wanna sign up for the KGF in conversation. One of our ministry partners, Colonial Gospel Mission, uh, has hired a new executive director, Carmen Rempel. So please be in prayer for them this week uh, as they make that transition. As well, if you'd like to get involved with KGM, uh, this is a great ministry in our city, um, so don't hesitate to contact them uh, and offer to volunteer if you have some time that you'd like to offer. I'm sure they'd love to partner with you. For those who are involved with IMPACT, our 65 plus uh, group here at KGF Church, um, we want to thank Mel and Val Nuth for 10 years of excellent leadership in that ministry. And now we're welcoming in John and Jeanette Martins, and we and we bless them as they continue uh, to lead this great ministry. Thanks, everyone. Hey, KGF family! Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we do encourage you again to use that chat feature on the right side, uh, right hand side of the uh, live stream page. Uh, there are staff there that are willing to pray with you um, if you need prayer today. Um, Just before we start singing, let's read this passage together from Psalm 139, verse 17, 18, 23, and 24. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. Would you stand wherever you are and let's sing together. The whole earth is filled with your glory, Lord. Angels
1: and men adore. Creation longs for work in store may you be honored and glorified exalted and lifted high
2: and here at
1: your feet I lay my life in my heart in my heart there's fire Blessing us. i
0: lift up your name right now in our homes as we wash the dishes, however we're listening to this or watching this right now, God. Lord, you are so beautiful and you've captivated us. So we worship you this morning wherever we are. We say we love you, God. We love you, Jesus. As we move on to a little message from Jeff, pray, God, that we would have ears to hear what you're saying to us this morning. In your name we pray, amen.
3: Good morning KGF Church. How are you guys? My name is Jeff. It's uh, such a treat to be here today and kick off our summer series as we, uh, we dig into stories of Jesus and how he lived and how he taught. And so for the next seven, eight weeks we're gonna have a variety of people teaching from the Gospels and it's gonna be awesome. And the coolest part is maybe not, is the the sermons are only going to be about 10 minutes long because we're going to get to hear stories from other people in our church. And then what we're going to do is we're going to give you a takeaway so that whether you're in a hub or in your family or with a friend, um, there's going to be a discussion topic to take away from the Sunday service and uh, and just allow you in your hub, in your community, to... Be real and authentic and open up and talk about your faith. So it's going to be a really cool summer series. Today we're reading Mark 3, um, chapter, uh, verse 1 to 6. Mark 3, 1 to 6. So let's just read the scripture. I want to unpack it a little bit, and then uh, I have a quick story for you. Here we go, Mark 3. Jesus went into the synagogue again and noticed a man with a deformed hand. Since it was the Sabbath, Jesus' enemies watched him closely. If he healed the man's hand, they planned to accuse him of working on the Sabbath. Jesus said to the man with the deformed hand, come and stand in front of everyone. Then he turned to his critics and asked, does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath or is it a day for doing evil? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? But they wouldn't answer him. He looked around at them angrily and was deeply saddened by their hard hearts. Then he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it was restored. At once the Pharisees went away and met with the supporters of Herod to plot how to kill Jesus. Imagine for a second, you're one of the crowds that are following Jesus at this point and Jesus is walking up to the synagogue, and I imagine it being an extremely hot day, a little bit dusty, and Jesus is walking up, and Jesus knows what's going on. He he knows that this man is there to try and trap Jesus. Jesus calls the man over, and he looks at the Pharisees, and he's angry, We don't hear about Jesus being angry in the scripture too often. Yeah, there's there's reference to it. But the anger Jesus felt because of their hard hearts. That's what I wanna talk about today. In verse five, Jesus references a hard heart. I wanna tell you guys a story. Two weeks ago, I had the honor of of teaching at Freedom's Door. And if you don't know what Freedom's Door is, it's an organization here in Kelowna that helps men beat addictions. Um, Faith is the center of the organization. So when we get to teach there, we're talking about scripture, and we're talking about how to make it real and practical in our lives. I had probably the, the, most incredible experience i might have ever had at freedom's door this last time and when i had finished we finished in in prayer and the guys were vulnerable and open and honest and it was incredible because a lot of times i think we're too worried about being open how will people perceive us will they see us as weak well these guys didn't see it that way and i don't see it that way and jesus doesn't see it that way when jesus sees vulnerability and honesty and transparency jesus sees strength We finished that 45 minutes up and and we prayed and everybody got up and a bunch of guys shook hands and were saying goodbye. And there's a bunch of guys sticking around and we were just chatting and hanging out. And it went on for quite some time. And there was a gentleman on the back um, steps there who was waiting for me. And um, there's just too many people. And so he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, I'm sorry to interrupt you. And he gave me a letter. And on that letter, he wrote this note saying to me, he's like, would you pray for me? I could really use a little extra support right now. Well, I head back to my truck and I prayed for him. And two days later, I felt, I felt the spirit say, Jeff, don't just pray for this guy, go see this guy. And so I booked an appointment and my friend and I sat down in front of one of the houses. It was quiet and shady and he told me his story. And he told me about circumstances that caused him to have a hard heart and tears shed. And right in front of my eyes, I saw this man's heart soften. And it was beautiful. And we talked about faith for the majority of the time. We talked about God and we talked about salvation and we talked about reconciliation. And we talked about what it means to follow Jesus and then afterwards he asked me, he said, so how do you, how do, you, how do, you do it? How do you get it? And I, I said, are you asking me how did I fall in love with Jesus Christ? And he said, yeah, that's what I'm asking you. And I told him, I said, for me, um, I just asked God, I said, God, will you come into my life? Will you help me love you more? Will you give me a bigger love for you? And I told him, I said, I did that every day for a long time. And while I forget sometimes to do that, I try to do that all the time. And he said to me, he's like, hmm, that's good, I'm gonna do that. And I saw his heart get softer. It was really beautiful. be able to sit there with somebody and watch their hearts soften because God can use a soft heart he can mold it he can shape it he can love it and best of all He can reside in it. And when he does, amazing things happen. And I said to this guy, I said, I just want to warn you. You better be careful because if you start asking God into your life and you start saying, God, I love you more and more. God, I want to love you more and more. Teach me how to love you more and more. And you start doing that every day, sometimes two, three, four times a day. You better be careful because you're going to wake up one day and you're not even going to recognize yourself. And he said, he said, that's okay. said, that's good. I said, well, you better be careful, man, because you're going to think different. You're going to speak different. Your heart's going to feel different. You're going to live different. And your friends might even look different. And he said, that's okay. I'm good with that. And I saw this man's heart soften even more. And I got to tell you, it is such an honor to be a part of watching someone's life be transformed. I am just so so excited about when Jesus moves in my life and in any lives. It's such a beautiful thing to see. Maybe you're watching today and you haven't taken that step. You haven't said, God, I'm ready. I'm ready to really give my life to you. Will you you take this heart and will you soften it? You know the coolest thing about God? I think one of the coolest things is he never forces you to do anything. When Jesus stood in front of the Pharisees and he was angry because of their hard hearts, you don't don't hear him saying, well, I'm going to make you do this or I'm going to make you do that. We get to choose. And I think that's one of the coolest things about following Jesus. It's a choice you get to make. And so if you've never made that choice, maybe this is something brand new to you, I want to encourage you It is the most beautiful decision you'll ever make. Your heart will soften and your life will look really different. So how do you do that? Just invite Jesus into your life. It might be with friends. It might be with family. It might be in a small group. I might be all alone. It might be just you and him. God will hear you and he will answer your prayers. For for hubs, for anyone in groups, and anyone with their family and kids right now, and anyone who's, who's maybe just watching this alone, I want to encourage you. Find people, and I want you to talk about this one question today. Here it is. In your groups, or with one other person, or in your family, can you talk about the state of your heart? How is your heart? I was telling a good friend of mine just a few minutes ago, we spent a lot of time on fitness. We watch that. We spend a lot of time on our finances and, and just being aware of all that stuff. But sometimes I'm like, do we forget to check in on our hearts? I believe we do. And um, I think today's a great day to start checking in on our heart. So as you connect with your group, how is your heart? How are you doing today? And I want to encourage you, be brave and courageous, just like those guys at Freedom's Door were. Because when you're open and honest, God can work with that. And that's all we can ask. Church, I really want to wish you guys a beautiful summer as uh, as you guys journey through the other guest speakers we have. Um, Have a beautiful summer, a safe summer and a blessed summer. Church family, I miss you guys. I love you guys. We'll see you soon.
1: Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea. The great high priest whose name is love, whoever When Satan tempts me to despair and tells me of the guilt within, upward I che mm-hmm.
2: Good morning, KGF Church family. My name is Michelle Friedman. I'm the lead administrator here at KGF Church, and it is my privilege this morning to introduce some of you to Judy Von Holland, who's sitting here with me. Um, we want to talk about our mission as a church family, which is to know Jesus and make him known. And this morning, this story is a little bit about knowing Jesus in isolation. So Judy, I'm so happy to see you here this morning in the church building. Um, I got to know you, I met you nine years ago when my family came to KGF. You had been working here uh, for five years on staff as the lovely smiling face in our front office. So the front office admin assistant. Thank you for that. And church family, I just want to say, if you have not experienced a Judy Von Holland hug before, I don't know if you've really been warmly welcomed to KGF because it's amazing. And um, I'm sad to be sitting six feet away from you this yes. mo- six feet away from you, um, but happy to see you. So... Um, over the last few years, oh, sorry, we'll talk about your family a little bit first. So you live with your husband Jim, yes. and your daughter Mary, her husband Steve, yes. and how many grandkids? Five. Wow. And
4: basically, all adults. So nine people. That's
2: amazing. Yes. How do you how do you manage that? You well, know, if
4: everybody gives a little and makes adjustment, it all works.
2: That's hopeful because I have teenagers, and we need to <laughs> learn that.
4: Sometimes the teenagers have the hardest time making adjustments.
2: Yes, they do. That is true. So, Judy, you have had some health challenges over the last several years. Um, Jim was diagnosed with dementia, you have struggled with arthritis, Uh, you've had a bout of cancer, and now last year you were diagnosed with cancer again. Yes. It's been really hard. So I can't imagine with all of these health challenges, um, and over the last few years, we haven't seen you as much here at KGF Church. Um, how has the treatment gone? That I can't imagine how hard uh, cancer treatment has been.
4: Actually, for me, the cancer treatments have been a piece of cake. I've had huh. radiation. And uh, you just go in there, and, and it's over in like five minutes. And I felt no pain. I had no side effects. It was wonderful. Hmm. I told the technicians, I love radiation. <laughs> that's
2: <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Um, so has there been a hard part? What's, what's been hard about, um, about Basically it? Basically
4: just pain management. I can't always tell okay. if it's arthritis pain or cancer pain. And so I have different meds for both, and it's sometimes an adjustment figuring it
2: out. Oh, I see. Um, And how has your faith been through this journey?
4: Oh, God has blessed me with a strong faith. Always has. I just know He's there. I never doubt that.
2: Hmm. That's lovely to hear. Um, So how has COVID now, um, this new challenge added on top of the existing ones, how has that affected you and the rest of your family? For
4: me personally, it hasn't been a problem because I'm quite comfortable to be by myself. Um, I've got nine people in the house, so it's not like I'm isolated. Nope. Um, I do miss going to church. I miss all the people here, Hmm. but um, that's
2: life. Hmm. You just have to adjust to it. Hmm. Okay, so what would you say, as uh, many of us, i have been missing this building we haven't been able to be together as a larger church Um, we have missed seeing you for the last year or two you haven't been able to be part of um, the actual kgf uh, in the building here so what would you say to those of us who are really desperate to want to worship together again in this building
4: just have faith god knows exactly what's going on this is not a surprise to him Mm -hmm. and he can work through it and with it. And I think he's, he's doing something in the background that most of us are not aware of. And I just,
2: just have faith, be patient. Hmm. God knows. That's a lot of grace and and wisdom. Um, so your daughter, Mary often has been helping you, um, with lots of everyday things. Um, the church body sometimes feels like we need to do something and help people who are isolated. So what would you say to us as a church body when we want to show love and support to those who are isolated?
4: Well, the live stream really has been a big um, encouragement for me. Mm-hmm. I like to um, to watch it on a Sunday morning. It just, it's helpful. It's, it mm-hmm. helps me
2: connect Galen and his team have done a really great job to bring it to excellent. Yes, uh, to all of us in our homes. Thank you, Galen and team. So lastly, if you, if we were if there was a person um, who was isolated and needing some support, uh, we would always want to encourage you. You could call the church office. We have had people who have um, put up their hand and said they would be willing to help out. So um, church family, if there's something that you ever need, please call the church office or email office at KGFChurch.com. Um, Judy's not there anymore, we have Pearl, who is in the front office answering the phone. Uh, but we're so grateful for the um, how you have served our church over the years. It's been my and pleasure. your family, so thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Michelle and Judy. Thanks for sharing that story with us. Uh, if you're watching today, and maybe you're like Judy, and you're, you're, you're at home, but maybe you don't have a Mary in your life to help you out. Um, the church is here for you. We, we hope that you'll be open and vulnerable with us and uh, make your needs known to the church community. You can just email uh, office at kgfchurch.com. Um, there's a team that that is ready and willing to help you out with whatever you need, whether it be a ride uh, to an appointment, uh, whether it be picking up your groceries. So we do uh, hope that you will be open and vulnerable with us and allow the church to be the church. Um our challenge in prayer for you today is this, whether you're in a hub group uh, or a small group that's meeting by Zoom, or maybe you're in a triad, or even just with your spouse at home, sit down and get real honest about this question. Answer this question together. How is your heart? Is your heart soft? Is it open to hearing God's word and God's message? Are there parts of your heart that you've closed off to God? Be open and honest with each other and then pray for each other. Because transformation doesn't happen in a vacuum. It happens in community. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a great week.